everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, it is a fine and astonishing thing to see when somebody just absolutely works somebody. And he didn't expect to see it. You know, typically you'll see it in a husband and wife combo. When the husband's that really obnoxious dude and the wife is quiet, but not in that mousy way, in that kind of like a coiled snake waiting to strike at you. And then out of nowhere, she'll get like this absolute zinger that destroys him. He runs roughshod over the situation and conversations around her nonstop. But every now and then, she absolutely rips that pedestal out from under him and just watches as he crashes into the ground. Typically, it's a relationship. Every now and then, you'll see it in, a, a say, a work partner's or good friends. Friends are more likely to try and just be really obnoxious about it. And here's a problem with obnoxious and kind of lends itself to sarcasm. When you're going for the vicious, oftentimes you lose sight of the funny. That's that fence I straddle all day long. It's like I want to be funny, but there's also a vicious part of me. And I have to rein that in at times and figure out, okay, what's funny and what's not. And there's times where I'm the only one that thinks it's funny. But it is weird when you get a couple that has that dynamic, whether they're good friends, and I, I use couple just in, in the terms of there's two people and they have some sort of connection to each other, not like they're sleeping with each other. Although in a relationship type couple, oftentimes that does breed that kind of comfort. You know, it's much easier to smack someone around absolutely when you're sleeping with them. Typically, it's girls going to guys. Guys, when they're vicious to a woman they're sleeping with, it comes across as just being a bully. But I guarantee you, you go to any big group of people, if there's a really obnoxious guy, when his woman knocks him on his ass, everyone in that, in that group will laugh because it is funny. You know, they don't feel sorry for him. Nobody, nobody laughs when a bully falls on his ass. But if somebody's the butt of the bully's joke nine times out of ten, and that tenth time happens to knock her on her ass, guess what? Eh, kind of rips the emperor's clothing off and points out to everyone around him that he's naked and an asshole. But when you come down to that kind of an active mentality, that really obnoxious, outgoing, typically it's people that have a lot of shit to do. You know, I started doing sarcastic humor as an outlet. And it's one of maybe 10 outlets that I do in addition to working for a living. I mean, there's a lot of shit I get done in a day. And it all has to do with that same competitive, not competitive, more of a, a just obnoxious output. It's like I could keep this to myself. It might even be more polite. But what if I were to do this with it? And that's how I ended up putting books on Amazon. I started writing the blog. I decided to do the podcast. Hell, I have a couple of god-awful, horrible fiction novels, including one I would have to heavily edit. It's a long story. It says Iron... The, the title includes the phrase Iron Throne. And this is before I'd seen Game of Thrones. It, it happened to lend itself to it. So now I look at it and go, yeah, there's no way that I could ever publish this and not have everybody scream that I'm stealing Game of Thrones. 
So, a lot of editing. But it does lend itself to the, if not the title, then at least the spirit of today's episode. Not enough hours in the goddamn day on today's Caffeinated Humor. Now, there is something to be said for having just so much shit to do in the day. Perfect example, Friday. I awaken, I shower, I breakfast, I throw some laundry in, I blog a bit, I drive to work, I go to Starbucks, I blog again, I work, I work on a personal writing project at lunch, I do more work, I do inventory, I ship product, I have dinner, I go to Hollywood, I have a writer's meeting, drinks with the writers after, travel home, write skits, game for a bit, watch three episodes of a show I'm binging on Netflix, masturbate, write some actual fiction, as opposed to skits and such, then sleep. Do you see what I'm getting at? What I really need is a sugar mama that's into, like, short, chubby, older Irish guys. Someone to pay the bills and expect lewd sexual favors in return. And the only people groaning right now are the ladies, by the way. The guys are fine with that idea, and the only reason they're not cheering is because the wife will want to know why. Or even worse, if they cheer, the wife will know why. And that's how arguments begin. And we, guys that is, are really bad at the arguing part. With few exceptions out there, all men suck at it. Mainly because once we get pissed, our mouth runs on its own. And if you've never actually said, because your mother is a dumb bitch, before you could stop yourself, you have no clue what I mean. Now, women have their own version of this, but they utter the crazy shit that makes you suicidal. I mean, every now and then I stop and look at where, when I started, not two different things that I look at. Back when I first started writing my blog, what I wanted to do with it and where it ended up, two different places. And even on most episodes, when I started writing, I had a clear-cut idea. Okay, at the end of this post, here's what I want to be. Here's my thought process. I end up in, uh, frequently, end up in completely different places. Now, my goal is not to start arguments. It's kind of to help perpetuate them so that they start on their own. Now, the main event has arrived, so let me bring that thought process to an end. In this corner, or rather at the front counter, weighing in at a crisp 380, 420 pounds, dripping wet, is a bald old guy scowling at the cashier and the barista. In the other corner, which means one foot away from him at the front counter, weighing in at about a buck o five and sporting blue hair and a confused look, is his wife. And this dude is ready to rumble. It has to do with the prices of the coffee. The first act that brought him to my attention was a loud baritone guffaw at the cost of a simple venti house strip. Say what you like, but $2 is a lot of cheddar to some people. His second outburst was when his wife ordered a caramel macchiato. I was positive I was about to watch a man shit himself publicly and have a a heart attack. Kind of like the heart attack version of a blumpkin. Look it up. It's filthy. You might not even find it. But his wife managed to get him under control with a Gracie Allen move 
that would have made Gracie proud and embarrassed her thoroughly. What she did was she farted loudly and then blamed it on him. Now, I swear to you, had I not been standing right behind them in line at this point, I would have missed it. She handed the cashier a $10 bill and then she just let loose. Her husband's head spun to look. That was what tipped me off that it wasn't him. She immediately spun on him and said loudly, Arnold, how could you? Her voice was shocked and pained and it was absolutely awesome. Arnold was just fucked. He had no recourse. He knew it. He sputtered for a couple seconds and then he just moved down to the pickup counter muttering to himself the whole time. And she followed him as if nothing happened. Little swagger in her step, but nothing huge. Now the only way it could have been worse is if she had farted into her cupped hand then slapped him in the mouth and shouted, Cup of cheese! By the way, the shade of my 12-year-old self is standing nearby. I was at a family barbecue recently and we went out to the patio to uh, roll the sausages, flip some burgers. And a relative was out there with his son and, and uh, one of my cousins. The kids are about 15 or so. Trigger warning, PC words, non-PC words about to be used. I said, mind if I join you guys? I'm social, I'm friendly around those of my own blood. And the response I got, only if you're not a fag. And that stopped me short. I live in the same absolutely PC world we all do. So the crudity of it caught me off guard. And then I remembered the ages involved. I looked at his dad. I said, is that the age we're at? He nodded and smiled and I laughed. I have kids, I remember the age. Not something you encourage, but funny during that period. And if you really do make a big deal about trying to stomp that sort of thing out because it's wrong, it really makes it something that they hang on to most times. So they trot it out to offend people on a regular basis. Whereas if you just treat it as if it's a joke and dismiss it, guess what happens? They don't do it anymore. Now, I wish I had thought to cup of cheese somebody right then. I mean, this was a crowd that truly would have appreciated it. And as I figured out a long time ago, you got to play to the audience in front of you. Now it's time for some coffee. Mm-hmm.